Buddhism Podcast 9, The Human Condition Summary. I want to try and pull all of this together, the human condition that is. So the human condition is looking to remember what it means to be a human being and I've been hammering on it with this again every single podcast because it is important, it's how a human being is a human being. And this is a Buddhist view. So what is a human being? Well a human being is something that is impermanent, um, a Nietzsche, impermanence. So the fact that everything changes, nothing ever stays the same. That a human being is a creature that suffers, that's marked by, by suffering, uh, dukkha. A human being is something that is indefinable by one concept. There's no self or no soul. There's not one part of you that defines you as a person. You're a collection of different aspects, the five skandhas. You are made up of these five descriptive points that allow us to build a definition of what it means to be a to be a you. That there's four truths of humanity: the fact that we suffer, the the dukkha, uh, the fact that suffering has a cause, samudaya. The cause that the if we can eliminate this cause, we can escape um, samsara to nibbana. This is naroda, and the final one, maga. To do this, you follow the, the noble eightfolded path. Um, that this desire that we're talking about, this tana we're talking about, is a, is a thirst, a want for for anything and it's this thirst of one that leads us towards um to do towards rebirth towards being trapped in samsara what is samsara well, samsara is the birth death rebirth and redeath this continuing cycle round and round and round and round um of of, of us of, of our being reborn um there's no soul to carry on so we, we can't believe in reincarnation what, what then fuels us this, this cycle the cycle is fueled by by the three poisons, the, the greed, hatred and ignorance. These three aspects of our lives keep us trapped in this rebirth. So to get out of the cycle, to, to break the cycle, we have to break the desire and we have to break the three poisons. If we can do this, then we become free of, 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 of the cycle of samsara. We need to start pulling this together. We need to start looking at it, not in a very, um, nothing we've done is superficial in the course. What we've done in the course is quite deep and quite quite advanced um, um, uh, looks at, at Buddhism, what we need to do is start looking at how does how does Anatta apply to Anicca? How does Dukkha apply to Tana? How does Samsara apply to Dukkha? And start linking the terms together, folding them together. One of the, one of the things we look at is the, one of the symbols of, of Buddhism is also the lotus flower. And the lotus flower has different leaves and if we think about Buddhism representing each one of those leaves, we have to fold it in and try and go back to, to its original state of a bud and, and look at that bud and try and realise well, how do these all go together, how does this religion actually work? We can't learn religion uh, through a superficial eye, we can't learn just the facts and figures and the population of Scotland and, and, and look at where they go to church or they, they pray or anything like this. We, we, we need to start looking at religion as a truth as it is, a true social phenomena, how human beings have tried to understand the world around about them. And this is what they've done. They've, they've tried to create a, a, a world view of, of what it means to be a human being. Anita, sorry, Nietzsche and Anatta go together. The fact that the, the, there is no you, there is no self, there is these five scandals that the physical body likes and dislikes. But these are also subjective, sorry, subjected to, to a Nietzsche. These constantly change, these constantly evolve and move around. Um, the dukkha is then linked into this as well. That this constant change can cause suffering because of our tana, because of our attachment, our thirst. So you need to start thinking of how 
Now all these terms sort of fold in together and when you do that, I honestly do believe that that Buddhism is one of the it's a beautiful, beautiful religion because it's it gives an idea of what it means to be a human as as all religions do. But I think through Buddhism um we get quite a, an accurate representation of, of, of even modern society, even for a religion that's two and a half thousand years old, we, we get an accurate representation of what it means to be a human in modern Scotland. Um, when we summarise the next two units, um, the, the, the goals and the means, we should do the same, we need to fold them in. Um, so we have three summaries and then again we have to fold these summaries together to try and link concepts from the human condition to concepts from the goals and concepts to the means. And if you can see the bigger picture, you've got a true uh, and better understanding of what it, what Buddhism actually is, what it's about, and what it means to be a Buddhist. And then you can criticise it or, or complement it um, from a, a better standpoint.